What's up guys, Adam Kramer here with the game day, ready for a little winners, losers, and one to watch a special super wildcard weekend edition, and it was super. A lot of couch time this weekend. I mean a ton of couch time, a lot of football, two days of it. Love this setup here. Again, can't get me enough of these, and we'll get to do it again or something similar next week. All right, winners, losers, and one to watch. So my big winner is the greatest show in sports. It's Lamar Jackson. He is the greatest show in sports. There's no doubt about it. When he is cooking, when he is in the open field, when he is in that creative mode, there is no athlete I want to watch more than Lamar. Now, I covered him in college. This was the same guy. We saw him do it last year. We've kind of seen it, you know, really the last month, month and a half, things changing against the Tennessee Titans. Whew. That was vintage Lamar. Baltimore wins 20-13. to 13. Lamar Jackson in this game, 17-24, 179 yards. He had the pick, 16 rushes for 136 yards and a touchdown. There was some Bo Jackson Tecmo Bowl moments in that game when he was running down the right side, uh, scrambling for the touchdown. Tennessee just did not have an answer. And you look at Baltimore's effort to stop Derrick Henry, coupled with Lamar in creative mode, and that's when I think he's most dangerous, when he's loose and he's out there and he's doing this. I thought it was awfully impressive, but will be moving forward. I'll talk about that in a sec. Um, Baltimore has won six games in a row. On the podcast last week, I talked about kind of the competition of those six games and, and most of them not being great. But I really think that that Cleveland game where Lamar, you know, had to run to the locker room with cramps, air, air quote there, he says it's cramps, we'll take his word for it. That like slingshotted him and this team moving forward. They've, they've got their swagger back. And, and while Tennessee, I don't know if necessarily that's truly validating it yet, if, if he's going to play like that, they're not going to lose. I don't care if it's Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. If Lamar can do that, it'll be interesting to see moving forward. They're going to be a really tough out. Now, I mentioned the past four to six weeks and what they've done. Past six games, 566 rushing yards on 72 carries. Uh, it's more than seven, uh, seven yards per carry. And in that stretch, 16 touchdowns, four interceptions. I remember in one of these, probably six to eight weeks ago, talked about Lamar's struggles, talk about talked about the offensive struggles of this team, the way they couldn't find their weapons. The reality is when you let Lamar kind of do his thing and you know he'll hit his tight end, they'll get J.K. Dobbins involved, Like that's when they are at their best, when you're just letting him free flow this thing. And to see him do that again, I think that's exceptional. And I think it's great for us because this is easy on the eyes. And if I'm a playoff team, even if I'm playing at home, and if I'm a defensive coordinator, this is like a, a, a two-pot-of-coffee situation, right? This is one of those weeks where you're going to have to study up for him and figure things out. And I just think for everybody moving forward, no matter who they play this week and beyond, good luck with that. Lamar has been outstanding, and I just want to see more of it because it takes me back to my college days, his Louisville days, everything. This is a dude just playing Madden and having fun. A team not having fun, not having fun at all, is the Seattle Seahawks. And they are my loser moving forward, largely because A, they lost, and B, this whole season, which was so hopeful, just fell apart in a way that wasn't abrupt. It it just this whole thing just came undone. Now they lose to the Rams 30 to 20. And I think we need to provide some perspective on that. If you watch this game, it was very ugly early on. Uh you had that scary hit on John Walford. That was you know, let's start there that the Rams had to start uh, a backup 
because Jared Goff was obviously limited and we saw him come in in a pinch. His thumb was not right and they still manufactured points. And add on top of that, that Aaron Donald left this game with a rib injury. So you had all these pieces. If you're Seattle, this is the utmost scenario. The best player in football missed extended time in this game. You were down to a backup quarterback, and then you were down to a starting quarterback who clearly was uncomfortable and wasn't right. By the way, Jared Goff, no, the stats weren't great, but that's a gutsy performance, man. Just saying. You had all of these things, and you were at home where you've played so well this year, and you lose by double digits. It's one of the strangest seasons, one of the strangest 12-4 and four seasons I can ever remember, and I'm just not quite sure what happened. All right, so you look at Russell Wilson in particular, and I think he was certainly part of the issues. Russell Wilson's first three games this season, 14 passing touchdowns, one interception. I know because he was on my fantasy team, and it felt like I, I was walking on clouds. Nothing could go possibly wrong. His final nine games, including the playoff game, 14 passing touchdowns, six INTs. The production just wasn't there. The play calling was odd. You've got Metcalf. You've got Lockett. Chris Carson, who was unhealthy for a while, got healthy, and I thought he was running the ball well. They failed to score 30 30 or more points uh, in eight of the last nine games. To start the season, they scored 30 or more in seven of their first eight. Just like that, flip the switch. Who knows what was going on there? The thing that makes this even more complicated and probably a little bit harder to stomach if you're a Seattle fan is the fact that the defense played so much better. I mean, this was the first time they allowed 30 points in like two months. The defense gave you a shot. Saw Jamal Adams coming off the edge. He's going to have a couple of surgeries, it sounds like, which is uh, suboptimal. You don't have a draft pick because of the Jamal Adams deal. You've got some things to figure out. You've got talent on this team, right? Not all hope is lost. Certainly, you've got Russell, you've got all these things. And yet, in a game against the Rams, I think we saw all of these problems surface all at once. And the hardest thing to do is figure out exactly where these problems are because you've got a creative player at wideout and Metcalf, and you've got all these foundational things. So maybe they get it together and they recover. I think if you're Seattle... This is a shocking way to end your year, and it is kind of shocking to see it come against a team that was, frankly, down and out. Uh, Awesome job by the Rams. Awesome job by McVay. That is a gutsy win, and we'll be interested to see on the flip side what happens with them. My one to watch is probably my biggest takeaway from the weekend, which is strange to say about a losing quarterback, which is Taylor Heineke. So Washington loses to Tampa Bay 31-23. I thought this game would be incredibly lopsided. Uh, Alex Smith is out. Heineke is in. What do we know about this guy? We played at Old Dominion. He played well, okay? Uh, He was getting his degree most recently when Washington called him and said, hey, you want to be signed to our practice squad? While he's, you know, trying to finish up school, he said, okay. And he played in Week 16, played pretty well, gets the spot start here. Expectations were rock bottom, low, And the guy played unbelievably well. He outplayed Brady, and he had drops. I think that was the most frustrating thing, is you've got this guy starting, did not get a a ton of support from his teammates in some instances. The final numbers, 26 of 44, 306 yards, one touchdown, interception, also rushed for 46 yard and a touchdown, Uh, was not Lamar Jackson, but on only six carries, he was elusive. He can move. I mean, he could scoot a little bit. Had that great play. Uh, to, to kind of reach the ball over the end zone and keep this game competitive. So I I just love a great story. And here's a guy whose football career, it started in Minneapolis, 
2015 undrafted free agent. Goes to the Patriots, goes to the Texans, the Panthers, the St. Louis Battlehawks in 2020. For all those Battlehawks fans out there, signed with Washington on a one-year deal. And I think this guy just cashed in. Now, I'm not saying you're going to pay him Deshaun Watson money, okay? And who knows? Houston may need him if they if they trade Deshaun Watson, who does not seem happy. But I think this is a guy... I, I know for me, I was not expecting this. And it wasn't just the numbers. It was keeping plays alive. It was some of his throws. It was the hit he took. And to come back in when he was clearly uncomfortable. Electric performance. And for a guy in a losing effort against Tom Brady to steal the show, I think speaks volumes to kind of night it was... And it's something I know I'll be thinking about. I, and again, I'm a, I just want people to make money. This guy had an opportunity. He maximized it. If I'm Washington, you got to bring this dude back in. This might be your quarterback. And and sure, you got to bring other people in. You're not just going to go off of 60 minutes of football. But there's enough there that if you're Ron Rivera, if you're this organization, you're going to look at him and say, we may have just stumbled into a really good situation moving forward. Awesome job. Get that degree at Old Dominion. And finish things up, but but what a performance. And yeah, I think money is coming next. All right, guys. Again, really appreciate it. Tell you tell me what you think. My winners, losers, one to watch. I'm sure you've got a winner or a loser or one to watch. Maybe I'm a loser because you're a Seattle fan. You didn't like what I had to say. I just keep it real always. And be sure to check out our podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Don't miss it. We got more games to handicap. We got tons of you. We're gonna be getting into draft stuff draft remember that thing it's coming a lot of our teams including mine are out of the playoffs so we're focused on the future we're focused on the now we hope you guys come along for the ride so again adam kramer here you can follow me on uh, on twitter at kegs and eggs and i will talk to you guys soon